This is Art Speaks, a program presented by the William King Museum of Art in Abingdon, Virginia. I'm your host, Anna Buchanan, curator of contemporary fine art and craft. And our guests today are Brett Cook and Richard Graves. Thank you guys so much for being with me today. Yeah, you guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for, for having us. Um, I guess I'll go first. My name's uh, Richard Graves. I'm from Atlanta originally, and uh, my back break background is in broadcast journalism. I'm actually the former general manager of WEHC 90.7, so it's always a pleasure to to be back here, and I'm a a regular listener now. Um, But a couple years ago, I transitioned to um, having art be be my main focus, and I live here in Abingdon and um, do a lot of watercolor, ink, gouache, wet media, art, and illustration. You know, I'm still very much kind of early in my career as an artist and still kind of figuring it out, figuring out what that, uh, you know, what that looks like, but that's kind of my, uh, you know, basic entry point. And that's one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to this challenge that we're about to talk to is to kind of being able to use that as a way to flex the muscles and experiment. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Hi, I'm Brett Marcus Cook. I am an artist from Bristol, Virginia. I have been making comics for some years now, and I do a lot of watercolor paintings and ink drawings and things like that, and I'm also the founder of a local figure drawing group called Defining Bodies. Yeah, that's so. wonderful. And you guys work together quite a bit, right? Yeah. A good bit. I'm you know, very active in the Defined Bodies group with Brett, and you know, we've made art together and in the same space for a couple years now. Brett's a huge inspiration to me, but I think this is kind of our first time like collaborating and doing a project together. So it's uh, you know very yeah. much of a different dynamic than us kind of making art together in the same room to have a project where we can kind of put our heads together and then kind of engage the community mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a really kind of collaborative way that kind of draws upon both our workflows. Well, talk to me about what this is. So, it, like, what is this project? How did you come up with it? What is its title? It was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the idea is not all, all that original. It's something that I had thought about doing for a while. There's kind of a culture of doing drawing challenges, and a lot of them, times they are month-long and an opportunity for, some, for people to um, really go out and engage with a prompt list or with a theme and to meet other people so the idea is not very original but october's um, the big one that i think most people know about the big one but um you know we wanted to host one that was kind of a little more locally focused we want people from all over to be able to participate we wanted to make it free inclusive something as an excuse with the world the way it is if we need to stay in and make art together and feel connected and challenge ourselves to get out of our comfort zone we wanted to do something that was kind of open for people to engage um, in any way they feel comfortable so some people might try to do a piece of art every day in fe- in February like Brett and I are doing and some people might just want to pick um, a prompt or two and kind of jump in on one that sounds good but essentially we're asking folks Instagram is going to be the main platform but again Mm -hmm. we want people to be able to engage in a way they're most comfortable so we have this prompt list that the William Kings shared and that we share on our accounts uh, Brett Punk and Sir Pounce 
Um, and that prompt list is, yeah, for hopefully going to be a jumping off point for people to make art with us and to uh, have, have fun. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to post it, use the PouncePunk22 hashtag, and then to tag myself, Sir Pounce, and uh, Brett at BrettPunk for the art that they do so that we can see it, we can share it, and mm-hmm. kind of at the end of the month have a hashtag full of all different kinds of art, all different kind of mediums, all different kinds of artists, both professional, hobbyists, people sketching. Um, we're really excited for this and hoping people can really engage in it in the way that feels most comfortable for them. Absolutely. And one of my biggest questions is how do you guys come up with the prompts? I mean, going through that list just on Instagram, because you know, I'm going to participate too. Good. That was one of my questions. (laughs) I'm absolutely going to participate. How do you guys come up with, with the prompts? I think originally we just started with like subjects that we are kind of familiar with. Like we made our own lists. Like I've got the list right in front of me here. Um, like bone is the very first prompt. Richard does a lot of skulls. So it made sense to do that. Um, Kaiju was one of the prompts. I love giant monsters. So that was my idea. We started with that as a basis and then, uh, kind of filled in the blanks, just going back and forth a lot. Like, trying to decide if something was too specific and or if something was too general trying to trying to balance things out like I feel like there was one that we kind of bickered over a little bit where it, your suggestion was way too specific and uh, we went back and forth a bunch of, <laughs> and the name pounce punk we put zero thought into that it was the first thing that, that came was, up that was summer's idea <laughs> i think that was summer's idea we talked about which so we just do something with our names pounce punk that sounds good moved on the the prompts we did go back and forth on a lot more and we tried to think you know how could we do it in a way that would that would be challenging, but also um, have some that um, you know would be accessible too. Like for instance, we wanted kids to be able to participate. So originally we had nude because we both do a lot of figure drawing, both a lot of nudes, but we didn't want someone to be feel like they couldn't participate because they didn't do nudes. So we changed it to body because we felt like that would be mm, a little mm-hmm. more open for people to take in different directions and we also wanted to have a good mix of some that were more specific and some that lent that were kind of more conceptual and some that were more illustrative Mm -hmm. some that implied different mediums and some that didn't but um, you know our hope is that people will interpret these prompts in a way that feels comfortable for them they don't have to do it the way that we are you know Brett and I might take different approaches on how we do something or media we use like it really is a kind of no rules let's have let's have fun but we did kind of talk over each individual prompt to see like is this a good fit is it representative of our work is it something that people would have fun doing mm-hmm. it seems like both of you and correct me if i'm wrong really kind of gravitate towards communal arts and, and being around other artists i'm, I'm more of a hermit <laughs> but i want to be more community minded so i just kind of follow Richard wherever he goes. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, you know, one of the wonderful things about this region is it is a very, you know, close-knit group where Brett and yeah. I are at tons of shows with mutual friends, and at the same time, you know, we all go off and do shows that might not be a fit for the other one, but there's so much crossover in the local communities, mm-hmm. you know, so many people, you know, being able to bounce ideas off each other, and we're all introverts, and we're all shy, and we need our space, yes, of that. course, but kind of at the same time, when you can 
get those, you know, there's a lot more of a building of community when mm-hmm. you can kind of get those weirdos, get those artists, get those people to interact with each other. It, it's something that I draw a lot from, um, from you know, both Brett specifically mm-hmm. is a huge inspiration for my work, but the other artists around here, we very much kind of talked about that when planning this of, um, you know, we hope a community comes around it. And then if it's just Brett and I making art in the month of February, that's awesome too. Right. Um, but the hope would be that it would, um, you know, be an opportunity to give both our artist friends and people in that community and others that, you know, might want to use it to pick up a pencil and sketchbook and kind of get into a practice that they've not been in. Would either of you say that the phrase being alone together is something that resonates with either your art practice, this challenge, or just how things changed in your art practice when the pandemic hit? I think so, yeah. I've, I'm checking Instagram more and more and more ever since the pandemic started just to see what my friends are doing and what they're making. Mm-hmm. And just the things that we're doing to keep ourselves sane. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, one of the, we'll use defining bodies as an example of that. You know, we did not do in person meetups and drawing groups um, mm-hmm. for a good, good while and had to kind of share sketches online. And for me personally, that was a, a huge thing to be able to uh, it was an excuse to check in with people I cared about and enjoyed right. talking to um, but at the same time it was an opportunity for me to grow and push myself and communicate with other people and seeing what they were working on and you know we're definitely not talking about pandemic in the in terms of past tense like right. it's still very much ongoing and January, February, Brett and I both have art as kind of a part of our full-time job, a part of our livelihood. There's not a lot going on. It's hard to do that in February. We still need to separate and be cautious of space and people's health. I think a lot of people are frustrated. It's a winter month. The days are shorter. It seems like it's a good time to have that kind of alone together, that kind of here's something that can be really meaty, but it can also be really fun and it's kind of open for people to engage however they need to at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we very much thought about timing and thought what the world looks like, what the you know culture of art looks like in the region, and we thought February was a, a kind of a good time for that concept. Mm-hmm. You mentioned defined bodies. Can you tell me what defined bodies is and how that started? Because it seems like this drawing challenge isn't your first you know, isn't your first time putting something together that involves a group of artists? So Defining Bodies is a figure drawing group that I put together, gosh, five years ago now. That's awesome. I think. Five, closing in on six. Um, I took some figure drawing classes when I was a student at ETSU, and even though I was a graphic design major, the figure drawing classes were my absolute favorite thing. And I really missed them when I graduated. And it was just a thing that I had in the back of my mind where I was like, if there were enough people around, maybe I could start my own figure drawing group. And I just one day mused out loud on social media and had a bunch of friends pop up saying like, hey, that would be awesome. I'd like to join. Hey, I'd like to model if you do that. So it just started as just like four or five friends and I gathered in a back room at the office where I worked at uh, drawing together and it's been slowly growing from there. 
like Richard said, once the pandemic hit, we had to stop meeting and change gears. And I sort of opened it up to more people by making a Facebook group, getting people to send weekly, daily and weekly poses that we could post and all draw together. As things have eased a little bit, we've started meeting again here and there. Everybody's vaccinated and boosted and we keep it limited to like 10 people or so and Mm -hmm. but we're still doing the online weekly poses as well for people that can't make it and to keep it a little a little open that's really amazing this one action of reaching out to the artistic community and then finding a bunch of people that want to engage in the same thing and are thinking the same thing you are So I I think that's really incredible. Would either of you say that there's an element of catharsis to these challenges or meeting up with other artists? Is there an element of art as therapy when you're meeting in these groups? I'd say absolutely. You know, I've I've done a lot of these kind of challenges before and you know, for, for me, I'm very much a, a, an intro, introvert, like Brett was, was saying, I'm very much the same way. And, you know, for me, art is one of those things that's both very communal and something that I want to share and I want to feedback and I want to see other people's work and I want to communicate with it. But it's also very much something that a lot of times I need to be on my own. I need to process depending on what the piece is, the subject matter, you know, my approach. Um, but for me, art can take very much those two extremes, the communal, communal, the outreach and kind of the inner reflection, you know, the personal, the having to digest um, your own feelings about it. And a challenge like this and some of the challenges I've done before is kind of an opportunity to wrestle with that with other people and having some support through it too um so you know we knew going into this we were hoping people would be wildly interested and we're going to participate but this is something that i wanted to do and challenge myself and co-hosting with brett means there's at least one other person doing it we have a community we're gonna you know we have goals it's going to be for that that personal you know i want to personally grow as an artist and as a person through this challenge i'm sure brett wants to do the same so that's the approach we're taking of, you know, we're doing this, we're going to be emotionally and um, invested in this, and we're inviting other people to kind of do that with us too, but at the same time to you use it for themselves in a way that they can grow as artists or can um, kind of work through some of these ideas, use them as props for themselves. You're listening to Art Speaks, a program presented by the William King Museum of Art in Abingdon, Virginia. I'm your host, Anna Buchanan, and I'm here with Brett Marcus Cook and Richard Graves, two artists that have embarked on a journey to create a drawing challenge here in Abingdon, Virginia. And you're listening to WEHC 90.7 FM. One little note on the language, just for anyone that's listening, is we're kind of, I think, intentional about this word, too, but we called it an art challenge because I'm going to be drawing for a lot of them, not everything, but we want it to be open to any medium, art style. If someone wants to, you know, someone was a poet and it's like, can I participate on the prompts? And I said, well, yeah, there's one, you know, called written that would be perfect for that. But any mm-hmm. of these, you could do any style, any medium. So mm-hmm. we're calling it Art Challenge. So just wanted to you know, take the opportunity to kind of underline that one for anyone that might be on the fence about participating. It's open to literally everyone. That's so great. This is really, really intentional, really intentional. And sort of on the lines of intention, I do want to say 
just from a curatorial standpoint, both of your works, your your body of works, to me, feel communal. Um, Brett, you know, when I first met you, number one, I was like, oh my gosh, they're so cool. Um, number two. Um, Agreed. <laughs> that was my reaction meeting Brett, too. <laughs> number two. Um, you know, I, I met you and then I started reading the online comics of, of Slime Punk. And mm-hmm. when you have a narrative, I think, you know, you're asking someone to participate just simply by reading. That comic is... For being a sci-fi comic about two aliens going on adventures, it's a weirdly, intensely personal thing because the main characters are based off of myself and my fiancé. And so, like, I I think about the our own little adventures that we go on together, like our road trips and things and the stuff we do together and the emotions that come out of those trips, and I do try to transfer that into the work itself, even though we don't actually fight monsters or <laughs> anything like that. Try to keep that element in there mm-hmm. to resonate with people. So that's more than just aliens fighting monsters. It's relatable. It's 100% relatable. Thinking back to, you know, what goes into a relationship or how, you know, daily life feels. And sometimes it feels very surreal. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It very much is. Yeah, yeah. And then Richard, you were actually one of the first names I heard when I moved to Abingdon for art and one thing I noticed with your work was you know of course the portraiture bodies um inward reflection but I I felt like you were connecting to other people too and I know we've talked about that a little bit in the past but I I just feel like in, in both of your works I'm seeing connection with others and just from a curatorial standpoint I feel like I'm seeing that in this challenge or in defining bodies in the in these groups that you've created i think you're right right on and you know i I think brett and i inspire each other a lot and work in the same circles and you know a lot of times you know we get inspired by also other artists because we see some of you know some of the same people so there's a lot of common thread with both of our work but i think we also kind of approach it definitely in our own ways too so that's one of the exciting things about being in a community like this because it's so close-knit you know there are these just very obvious connections we have with each other and with other artists where it feels like kind of this is a product of um you know the environment and the the people and the things we're surrounding ourselves with and i think some of it too is both brett and i are just kind of drawn to the same things but in in different ways and it comes out in our work um differently you had mentioned the portraits um for me i was um when i was starting art when i was shifting transitioning my career away from journalism towards art i was giving myself a practice to do a portrait a day for a month and then i was saying every week i'm gonna do a defining bodies figure drawing pose and i was having to kind of set these goals for myself as kind of a framework to kind of work in and then kind of let those things come out. So I think that was, um, you know, this kind of list format and this organizing, like I'm not naturally like that when I sit down to make art. So it had been very helpful for me to um, approach art with portraiture and with challenges and with interacting from other people because also I needed to act 
interact with other people because I didn't have the skills. I needed to learn from them. I kind of needed to feed off that other creative energy too. So it, for me, and and, st- and having that transition in a in a pandemic when I was sheltered at home, you know, that exacerbated stuff for me that was already in my work. But my workflow is kind of reinforcing that and kind of pushing it along, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So did either of you or both of you participate in Inktober as it as it was beginning? I didn't do Inktober first. I found out about this thing that was going on in Johnson City. I think it's the Nelson Fine Art people put it together called the uh, Bill Counts October Challenge. Bill Counts was a was an artist who would challenge himself every October to do a painting a day, oh, every wow. day of the month. And I mean, he might have gotten the idea from Inktober too, but uh, he had passed away from cancer, I believe. And then the Nelson Fine Art people that were friends with him, they they put the challenge forward as sort of a a way to remember him and get other artists involved and stuff. So that's how I first heard about it, and uh, I did that for. Three or four years, I guess. It's been a while. 2017 was the last time I did one, so I'm kind of excited to go back and do it again. One of the things about Inktober that I've not liked, I've done some prompts for Inktober. I've done a full prompt list for for other challenges that were hosted by different people. Inktober, I've only kind of picked some favorites and done here and there, but October is not a conducive month in the art world for me to be at home every day working. February is, and regionally, this is a great time. You know, Brett and I do a lot of the same shows with a lot of different ones. I think October, at least... Some of these recent years, we've done all the same shows together because there are some great shows regionally There's in October. There's a lot going on. And that's in addition to kind of Halloween and mm-hmm. just, you know, holidays approaching and change of weather. October isn't a very conducive month for kind of, you know, holidays are mm-hmm. coming up and having art being a big part of a sustainable livelihood. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to focus on that. But in February is a much more conducive time. So part of the reason why I hadn't fully participated in one of the October ones is because I feel like the timing didn't really work out great for me and didn't work out for a lot of people, whereas February, it's a lot of nesting, recharging, thinking about their year reflection, you know, and as we said, we wanted this to be very much a personal journey for both of us. February seemed to be a good, a good time for that. And, you know, there seemed to be a hole because no one People locally have done some prompts, some challenges, but we, no one had really done it like this because we're kind of doing it with the prompts and you know with our personalities in a way that kind of fits us and that we're hoping would connect with other people. Yeah. Another practical aspect of it is that there are only 28 days in February. Uh, every time, every time I would do the October challenge thing, 31 days of art just you're ragged by the end yes. of it you run out of ideas and, and it's just it's just hard so getting to shave a few days off that helps too yeah absolutely i can i as someone who's participated um it's i'm usually day three i'm i'm like i'm out i don't know how people are doing this um but i was gonna ask yeah why february so it seems like you guys are, are coming at this from you know the standpoint where with other challenges they can be a bit alienating i think you mentioned richard you know there's a lot well you both mentioned there's a lot going on around here at this time so if you're trying to make a living what do you do you know you can, is this something that everybody can truly participate in 
Um, so what does this mean for Abingdon specifically? What is there anything you, that you both expect to see come out of this, like specifically for the Abingdon community or anything that you hope comes out of this or just for the area in general? It seems like Johnson City got a lot of hype with it, with their challenge. My biggest hope, um, so I think we we decided when we talked about it, you know, when I was setting my personal intentions for it, I kind of wanted to go in with low expectations and say, this is something that I'm going to do for myself with Brett, and I hope other people do it. But if I'm really honest, the thing that I would really like to happen is for people to use this as an excuse to create where they might not have done that otherwise, quite simply. I, I hope people have fun with this and make something that they're proud of that they might not have done if it was you know a stranger on the internet and i'm hoping some folks strangers on the internet do it too and we can build some build some community there but we wanted to have something that was um, an opportunity for folks to create when they might not have had the nudge otherwise and it for it to be a very light nudge you know with with no stress so that would be i think my biggest hope is that a few folks would be like this was really fun i you know didn't know how this would go and i just took a chance on it i did it and and, you know it was a blast and i grew and learned from it and creating art we all love creating art together yeah just so long as it inspires and encourages other people to make art like that's that's the biggest thing to me that's more important to me than anything else is knowing that what i do people see it and are encouraged by it I think that's what makes this so different than other art challenges that I've personally seen. Your intention, it sounds like, is to disseminate inspiration, not just say, look at my work, look at my work, look at my work. You're saying, let's draw inspiration from everybody who's posting here. Um, You know, it's after all of the busyness of the holidays for us art folks, let's do something together where we all have time. So that's really, really meaningful. Really, really meaningful. I think that the town of Abingdon is really gonna appreciate this. The, I hope the so. Artists of Abingdon and and beyond will appreciate yeah. this. Is there anything else that either of you would like to say about the art challenge or about anything that you're doing? If you have any questions, feel free to reach out uh, to either of us. We're both on the usual suspects of social media. Again, Instagram is going to be the main platform for this challenge. And, you know, we ask that you use the hashtag PouncePunk22 and then tag uh, myself at SirPounce, S-E-R, Pounce, um, and Brett Punk. Um, when you post your drawings and we see it, but please reach out to us and, um, you know, if there are any questions or, you know, you're just excited and want to give us your thoughts, we really want to, um, you know, encourage, you know, feedback and an open dialogue with anyone that might be listening, but also just have fun with it. That'd be the, you know, the, the big takeaway we'd want to leave folks with. That's so good. That's so good. Remember that is hashtag PouncePunk22. Hashtag PouncePunk22. And if I don't see PouncePunk as um, a label and a brand uh, by the end of the year, I'm going to be very sad. (laughs) I'm excited to see what you're doing for the challenge. (laughs) Me too. That's what I'm looking forward to. This is Art Speaks. You're listening to WEHC on 90.7 FM. My name is Anna, and I hope you join us on Art Speaks next time.